Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Good afternoon, everybody. Seth and Sean Sports Radio here on Blog Talk Radio and BackSportsPage.com. Sean Palmer here. Seth came in somewhere up north, definitely more north than I am. It's about 75 degrees here in Atlanta, but it has just started raining. So we'll hopefully uh, get through the walk, get through the show, and get six miles done while we are on the air here. Uh, Again, content kind of limited this week, but we'll see what we can do. We got talking about the Super Bowl. What we are doing to keep our fellows busy, I guess, in the pool of sports. And at what price is sports going to come back in what fashion? Now, we have no, we're not 100% certain on anything. We are merely uh, talking about the possibilities here. But it is pretty dead here on the streets in Atlanta. I got to tell you, not much hope going on here, Seth. Uh, sorry, I could barely hear you through all the wind out there. Um, yeah, welcome to the show, everybody. It is cloudy, 75 there, and raining, or whatever it is. We got 70, not a cloud in the sky out here, as I sit in my office. If you want to see this. Um, yeah, it's, it's terrifying. Um, now, this one's not anybody. There are clouds. Regardless of whether there's clouds in the sky, we can't hear you. No, nope. 70 degrees, not a cloud in the sky. And yeah, I think this one's on you because we're hearing wind from the back, but not me. If you're saying something, I can't hear you. So yeah, it's, because it's, it's in you. the same boat. It's, it's you. <laughs> Uh, it's what? It's you. It's wind. It's the wind coming back from you. No, I'm on. Okay, so I'm hoping I'm taking you off earphones. So is this better, Seth? Hello? Now I can't hear you at all. Well, it looks like Seth logged off, so hopefully he'll come back on, and we'll both be on at some point. But anyway, right now it is, Seth's right, it is incredibly windy here in uh, Atlanta, but I don't think that that had any bearing on whether I could hear him. It's a matter of whether you could hear me. 
so I will definitely talk louder here on the show. Uh, if you'd like to call in, 760-283-0846, 760-283-0846, and uh, hopefully Seth will rejoin. That was my bad where I logged off inadvertently. So anyway, uh, it is kind of depressing here. Uh, there are more cars than I would say last week there were on the road, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there are the amount of cars that you would necessarily believe should be on the road by any stretch. So we got Seth back on. Uh, I went off headphones, so hopefully this is better for you to hear, but I could not hear you no matter what, and I went on mute. Well, isn't that what you dreamed of, being able to mute me? You've been hosting the damn show no, for I, years. It's got to be enjoyable like that. Hey, now we can hear each other. This is fantastic. I like this. We can sit, stay exactly where you are. Stay exactly where you are. So anyway, so you were saying 75 sunny while I got rain listing into my face while I'm walking my six-mile walk for the day. But I got to think the shelter is still in place where you are, correct? Oh, yeah. We're, oh, yeah. Nobody's going anywhere. I mean, Carly and I are working like dogs, which is pretty fortunate. Um, but, yeah, no, nobody's. Other than potential drive, I'm taking one drive a week to my office. That's about all I got. The bright side, I'm going to make up on mileage for my lease, which I was getting killed on. So looking at that. <laughs> well, I was thinking about that too. Is that I was trying. I know I just bought my car, but you, you've heard about all the back problems I have with it. So I was thinking, oh, okay, I'll have low mileage once the summer's over. But it looks like everybody will have low mileage once the summer's over. So it really won't matter. Uh, the whole so. Who knows what will happen with the car industry, as well as every industry right now. I mean, look, I consider myself incredibly fortunate, I know you do as well, that we have jobs to go to, that we have income coming in, that we are not going paycheck to paycheck with regards to that. But there is a lot going on in this world that right now is uncertain. It seems like the one thing that is certain, however, at least in the mind of Roger Goodell, is that there will be a draft in a couple of weeks, um, somehow. And right now the draft has some rules around it that everybody has to be at home. There can't be any war rooms. The players are not allowed to visit. You can have, I believe it's as many uh, Zoom or teleconferences as you want for up to an hour at a time throughout the week. But, man, this is going to take on a new – this is going to be a new definition of the NFL draft. You know, what it, you know what it feels like? It feels like our fantasy football draft. That's what I was going to tell you. That's what, exactly what – you read my mind. That's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Like, you and I on the phone trying to make a decision, and eventually you got to make that decision. But there, to be fair, there's more data – and less risk when you and I are making a fantasy football draft decision than there is with some of these general managers. Well, yeah, our, my livelihood is not, not contingent on me putting uh, spending seventy one dollars on Adam Rogers in twenty in Aaron Rodgers in twenty thirteen. So yeah, I kind of agree. Um, but it is a nice supplement to my income from time to time. Uh, agreed. So, so the way it looks like is that 
if if what the reports are are true, what the reports coming out are true, uh, each team will have their coaches, the general managers, in their own homes. They will have communication set up between them. It would be very interesting if, like, the Internet went down, say, in Kansas City or in one of these major cities, right? Because not – I wouldn't say interesting as it's fun interesting, but interesting is in the concept of the NFL is trying to do as much as it can to make this equal, to make this fair. Because that's what the NFL draft has to be. It has to be fair. But what? let's say the – the internet went down in Kansas City and in let, let's call it New York. Let's say in the New York area. Time Warner goes down. What do you do then? I mean, I get the whole hot spot, but holy cow. Well, look, there's also no reason to really think it will. I mean, that's not something that's been particularly impacted. Agreed. And my assumption is that all these owners are all billionaires. I'm pretty sure that they have the tech that their technology is solid enough to withhold for three hours. One night or five hours a third. So I'm not I'm not really too concerned about it. I look forward to doing our guess our preview in two weeks. Um, yeah. So so what do you think first of all I think ESPN is gonna have ratings bonanza. Oh, I mean, I know ESPN and, and the ESPN and the NFL Network uh, reportedly are getting together and producing one show. They're, they're going to simulcast. They're both going to have it, but it'll be one show. And that's smart, right? The less people that have to produce this, the less people that have to be out of their homes. The, the, I mean, that, that's just in the scope of working together, that is the smart idea in this concept. However... Man, those ratings are going to be up the wazoo because I heard today that somebody was like, I would prefer to see the Mariners versus the Tigers today than anything that we see on on sports TV. And I'm kind of like, well, if you think about it, those two, at least the Tigers, are supposed to be one of the worst teams in baseball this year. And this guy who I was talking to is not a baseball fan. In fact, he despises baseball. He's from England, where I don't think they acknowledge that baseball even exists. And he's like, I would pay to watch that game today, a live game. <laughs> I'm kind of like, yeah. I, I hear you, man. I hear you. No, I, I have not turned – I have not – other than two or three old NCAA tournament games, I have not turned on one piece of sports in the last month to the last three weeks to watch. Because there's no point. I don't. I haven't listened to you know. I've listened to a podcast or two, but I haven't. You know, I listened to a fantasy draft podcast this morning while I was working. But otherwise, what what, what are they going to say? It's going to come back when it's going to come back. You know, Dana Island, Dana White's going to buy a private island. Great. And I mean, look, and that, there's the incentive. You know, remember, yeah, MMA, you know, while universally worldwide has grown. It's relatively stagnated domestically because you know, the big names, the Anderson Silva's, the George St. Pierre's, you know, have kind of gone down and retired or no longer relevant. John Jones got arrested for the upkeep of last year. 
they're going to be they're the only game of the live show is the only game of the town. There's your desperation. There you go. Yeah, to buy a whole island. Yeah, that, that's like Richard Branson. Like if you if you watch uh, the show Silicon Valley, which I am now watching, uh, it's like uh, the Hooli guy. You say, "Well, I can't go here because he bought up those islands. I can't go here because he bought up those islands. I need to find myself a damn island." I'm kind of like, "Oh, to be that rich that I could just buy up an island would be interesting." But at the same time, what are we going to miss? in the NFL draft because of what we have. Look, we're going to love it, right? You and I are going to sit there for the whole first round, which I don't think I've, I've done in a very long time. I don't think I've sat for an entire first round since it's gone to prime time. On Saturday, I was always there. I would sit there the entire day and watch it. But I don't think since it's gone to Thursday night, I have sat one through 32. And then Friday... When you have rounds two and three, I definitely have never watched that on a Friday night. But I'll tell you right now, I'm going to be glued the entire time. And I'm just happy you guys gave us an extra third-round pick. Thank you. Because now that just gives me more stuff to think about. But overall – like, You brought this up like six times. I already have Oh, I know, I, and I, I'm going to keep bringing it up. I'm – is this no, the, no, no, is no. This I'm going to keep appre- I'm gonna keep appreciating Why? it because I'm a Jets fan. Because I'm a Jets fan, and I don't have much to appreciate. Look, when you're a Jets fan and you're a Mets fan and you're an Islanders fan and you're a Knicks fan, tell me Your what I have stuff. to appreciate. But tell me what I have to appreciate when it comes to sports. I have a lot to appreciate in life. Don't get me wrong. I am healthy. I am walking. I am not in a hospital. I don't. I only know two people that have had coronavirus and they've both come through. I am a fortunate guy. But my last championship was 17 years ago. And it was only by the good grace of God that Hakeem Warwick blocked Michael Lee. It was 17 (laughs) years ago today that that happened. I was going to bring that up in the final five, but thank you for bringing it up today. Thank you for bringing me around to it full circle. But other than that, I love getting extra picks because it gives me extra time to think about how we're going to mess it up. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll keep talking about an extra third that, that's early in the third round. You can keep talking about your two NFL uh, Lombardi trophies. I think that's pretty fair. My, I can keep talking about my what? Your Lombardi trophies. You have two of them. I have none of them. Actually, we have four of In the last decade. No, I'm in the last decade. Oh. Well, no, the first one wasn't in the last decade. The first one was in 2007. But I was alive for four of them. Yes, I, I have never been alive. I have never been alive for a... Wow, looks like... Are you still there? I guess I lost Seth. The minute that he said I was alive, he dropped. So maybe he, maybe he was alive, but he didn't want to talk about it anymore. Hopefully he'll call back in. I know we have a couple of callers calling in today. Uh, so 760-283-0846. 760-283-0846. And no, Seth, I did not put you on mute. 
Hey, he's back. I was like, wait, you said you were alive and then you were gone. So I was like, oh, maybe he just decided that it was a mic drop moment and he'd leave. <laughs> I was alive, bye. Uh, I have no response to that. There was no mic drop. My phone just my phone just didn't go through. Just dropped for some reason. Um, no, I mean the difference is the Jets last one in '69. You were not even a twinkle in your parents' eyes. The the Mets were '86. You remember that because you were ten. The Knicks are '73. So forget that. And the Islanders are '83. Which you remember. You know, but you're seven. Look, your, your life has been full of disappointments. Let's be honest here. This is just the, you know, to give you, if it makes you feel better talking about an extra third round pick. I'm sorry. I, I, I had to take a call to try try and shore up some technical difficulties. So, so my bad. So what were you saying about my first round pick? I said, good for you, man. You've had one championship. You've had one championship in thirty, you know, since nineteen eighty-six. So if a third That's round true. pick really makes you happy, if, you know, your life, is, your life is pretty low. So if, if this is what you got, oh come on, my sports so life is pretty low. My sports life That's is it. pretty low. The rest of my life yeah, is but, doing very well. I'm a happy camper. Okay. So anyway, so what else? What 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 else? Besides the fact that I had an extra third round pick, do we have to look forward to, or what are we going to? What are you going to miss by not having an NFL draft the way it normally is? Because there are definitely certain things that I will miss. I'll miss watching all the Jets fans go crazy when do their pick at number eleven. When instead of taking Jerry Judy or CC Lamb, they take I don't know a cornerback from Florida who's inevitably going to bust. The fans look the fun of it. it that's the fun of it, and the fun is watching the reaction. You know, I, I was there, you know, as, as media the year that Tebow was picked. It was the funniest thing on the face of the earth. It's a block. And, you know, my team, which is now the butt of a lot of jokes, deservedly so, well, has a chance to redeem themselves a little bit. But oh, I guess someone's trying to call in and they can't. Okay. Um, someone's trying to call in. 760-283-0846. Seth, I know you dialed in, so I know it works. Yep, as for the last eight years. Um, yeah. You know, but that, look, you miss the suspense. You miss watching the ridiculous suits that they're wearing. It's fun. And never been, you know, I, unlike you, I do watch it. Um, especially the first round, if I'm home, if I'm home. I can't exactly stop for it. You know, it's not like, you know, Maryland, you know, it's not like me basking right now in the goal of Maryland winning the national title last night. But, you know, it is where I can kind of just sit back and enjoy it. No, I'm going to watch it no matter what. You know, it's the draft. If I miss it, it's the first couple of picks, I'll catch it. Plus, right now, what right. the hell is anyone else watching? Well, Disney Plus. 
<laughs> if I have to watch the Three Musketeers one more time, I, I I may have to cancel. My son is is, is is that the is that the movie of choice for Jake? Is it Three Musketeers? It is. It is the Three Musketeers. No, the cartoon. The cartoon Three Musketeers. Okay, fine. Anything with Mickey. Anything that's Disney without Mickey, he throws a complete temper tantrum. Oh, he may not like some of the books. I got him. Uh, I believe I got him a Donald Duck book as well. No, he's fine. It's it's within the Mickey realm. It's within the Mickey Minnie oh, okay. Happy Days. Goofy. Oh, uh, okay. So it's so fair enough. What are your thoughts about Dana White buying an island so the UFC can have, can hold fights? Well, I love the inspiration that he has. I do. As a marketing person. My Lord, could you come up with a better gig? I mean, how many people really need, let's assume that you have a skeleton crew for taping and taping, or uh, I I don't even know, uh, taping's the wrong word, but uh, broadcast, a skeleton crew for broadcast. What do you need? Maybe 10 people? Maybe? Right? I mean, you you need at least, what, three camera guys, a producer, a sound guy. I mean, you can have maybe 10 to 15 people in an entire arena, nobody closer than six feet to each other, everybody in a mask except for the two guys that are fighting, and even the ref could be wearing a mask. I mean, legitimately, right? I mean, you could do this. I think this is marketing genius. Now, does he make money on it? I don't know how UFC fights are broadcast because I've never actually watched one. Well, that's not true. I haven't watched one in probably five to six years. So, Seth, how is it a package? Is it like the WWE station? Is it pay-per-view? How, how, is, how is MMA, uh, I guess, marketed to the masses? Because I haven't watched any of it. Well, what they've done is they've made it part of ESPN Plus. So if you're paying for so it's kind of $5 a month or something like that, and that's how they're marketing it right now. It used to be pay-per-view, similar to boxing and so on and so forth, but people got pi- tired of paying, what, $60, you know, $60 for a card. So they've kind of done it this way. Actually, no, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. You do have to, it, is, it is through ESPN Plus, but you're still paying the pay-per-view. So whatever the price may be, I don't know it off the top of my head. So say forty bucks, forty bucks for a card, forty to fifty exactly. bucks for a card. That he'll make money, like a lot of it. Well, like yeah, let me I ask do. you this: Will you pay for it? Will you consider paying for it? No. Okay. I mean, I think you're actually in the minority. I am. I, I, I don't dispute that, but I'm no, I'm not the fan I used to be. The unless there's a massive fight, and the massive fight that's supposed to happen was canceled because Khabib, who's the guy who beat Conor McGregor, is probably the number one fighter in the world pound for pound at this point. You know, he's not. He's decided. Well, I mean, number one, I don't think he can even fly out of. I forget. I think it's Dagestan the Russian Republic he's in. Number two, he doesn't want to fight right now. And I don't blame him. 
so, you know, what am I, you know, like this, it should be an, actually a pretty good fight. Uh, Ferguson and Gavey is, is a good fight, but it's not, you know, it's not something it's not, you know, John Jones versus the heavyweight champion of the world versus Miosic. It's not, it's not I've lost my mojo in regards to, you know, the UFC. Is I still follow it, but uh, I'm not. You know, it's not something I need to know what's going on. I need to see every show. You know, if this was under normal circumstances and a couple guys were getting the show, would I throw in fifteen, twenty bucks and bring over a six pack of beer? Maybe. It's not something that I'm really, I'm really worried. I'm really concerning myself. I think depending on how long this I'll say blackout is a good word, right? Blackout of sports goes on. Do you think Dana White may be able to pull together a card that you'd be interested in watching? And paying for. I'm honestly not sure. Um, okay, fair enough. Because also I'm gonna watch it by myself. So it's I do that. Like, I don't need to also, Let's see where we are. Hopefully, I'll be a year older. Hopefully, there will be an end in sight. You know, we can kind of. So, you know, and, you know. hopefully, they'll be. They'll start to talk about baseball mid June or a resumption of something in, in July. You know, it, it is. It is what it is. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, and I said this to a friend of mine yes, yesterday or the day before, look, the biggest thing about my life is I love to travel. And it's not the fact that I haven't traveled in the last month, and it's not the fact that I haven't done what I normally do on a nightly basis. The concept that worries me, and I think it worries most people, is the unknown amount of time that you will not be able to do that. It's kind of like the Yom Kippur syndrome that I always say. And for those that are not aware of the Jewish holiday, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement in which you basically fast for 24 hours. I think everybody has not eaten or drank for 24 hours in their lives at one point or another. You've done it unconsciously. You've just said, oh, I haven't eaten today. And it's, 20, and it's dinner time when you haven't eaten since yesterday at dinner. But the concept that you're not allowed to eat makes it that much worse as opposed to, oh, I just haven't done it. And that's the fear that I think most people are having. I think that's the fear certainly that I have is that there, at this point, there is no end in sight. There is no, with you seeing your parents, for me seeing my nieces and nephews, we don't have a date. Certainly. And because of that, I think you'll get a lot more people if Dana White can pull this off paying to see that. Because they're not sure when the next time they'll be able to see live sports is. What do you think about him buying an island? Or at least renting it, I guess. Not sure how many islands are left. There's quite a few. I think he's backed by a multi-billion dollar consortium. They've got money to, you know, they, they, to them, 
probably the buying of the island and the production that goes with it is a drop in the hat compared to the potential upside of being the only sport out there worldwide. I don't blame them in the slightest. So we've heard we've heard rumblings this week about the NBA saying, okay, we understand we won't be able to go back to the way that we were for, for some very long time. We're going to put everybody in Las Vegas, and we're going to play everybody there. We're going to quarantine everybody there, and we can only play games there. And then you hear baseball, Major League Baseball, say, okay, we're going to do the same thing in Arizona and, or Florida. I think it was Arizona, actually, though. Hockey, I haven't yep. heard that. And football, good luck with that. So I don't think this is a realistic scenario. I know it's something that you're, that's been put out there, but no way. I mean, to me, you're, you're going to quarantine, what, there's 12 guys on the team, there's 32 guys, so you're going to quarantine six, uh, 400 people plus the TV crew plus the referee. So you're looking at, what, 1,000 people, Seth, give or take? For basket, just for basketball. We're not even talking about baseball. Yeah, I don't see it. That's I, I for basketball. See, I, don't see it. I don't see it. Because one not person develops that virus, and it's all over. Exactly. Don't right? Yeah. Can't, can't, can't at all see this happening or wonder or worrying. So, all right. I think this is a good time to stop. Next week we'll talk a little bit more about the draft. And we'll talk about the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame, the inductees this week, uh, KG, Kobe, and whether it is one of the best basketball classes or Hall of Fame classes in any sport. We'll bring that to the table next week. Again, content lacking, so we are uh, open for ideas. If you'd like to call in at 760-283-0846, we are always happy to hear from you. And we take emails and Facebook and everything else. Uh, Seth, the final five, if you'd like to go. Nope, all yours. Good. Okay. Uh, As I walk every single day, six to eight miles a day, I will, again, and I've become not only the fitness guy, the lawyer at my company, but also the fitness guy, I I give you a little bit of, of advice to the listening public. Get up from your seats. Move yourself around. If you want to dance with your kids, dance with your kids. Enjoy what you got. And uh, we'll be here next week uh, to give you another 30 to 45 minutes respite until we're all said and done, and hopefully we're all back to normal. Uh, for Seth Kamins, this is Sean Palmer. Oh, one more thing. Um, we lost, we as a community, lost uh, Mr. Tiger this week. Al Kaline uh, passed away yesterday. Uh, I'll talk more about him next week. Kazansky has great, um, had a great article about him. Probably the most underrated superstar in the last 50 years. So if you want to know anything more about what's that? Kazansky had a great article. had a great article. Yeah. He had a great article about everybody. Right. Well, that's true too. But K-Line played in one World Series – he basically finished fifth or sixth almost every other season, and this is before free agency. And he was a Tiger for 50-some-odd years, Mr. Tiger indeed, um, underappreciated. 
but definitely not understated. Uh, over 3,000 hits, a superstar at every – superstar in baseball, but more importantly in class. So, uh, Mr. Tiger, you will be missed. For Seth Kamins, this is Sean Palmer, BackSportsFate.com, Blog Talk Radio. And um, 17 years ago, Superdome, our team worked with a block, and Syracuse wins the national championship. Woohoo! Anyway, one shining moment, baby. All right, have a great week, everybody.